And I'm Sydney. And welcome to Whole Lot of Baka. In this episode, we discuss anime crossovers. This week, we might have a few spoilers from a wide range of shows. All right, now let the Bakanists begin. Two, one. Okay, Nia. So we always compare certain anime characters from one show to another one that we're talking about, all that stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. What would be even better is to talk about the crossovers that we could have of them. Like, why have we not done this? Honestly, like, think of it as like, that's so Raven and Hannah Montana. Literally. <laughs> I mean, some animes out I mean, there are better without the crossover like that's but like that's how raven was good without having a crossover but i mean it was it was fun i guess it was fun and i it think it was just fun to see yeah yeah so i still enjoyed it the first one that we actually like agree on and that we have the same as is black clover and seven deadly sins now mm-hmm. i want to know what why why did you choose black clover and seven deadly sins well for me um they're both kind of set in like medieval england type of (laughs) like setting you know they're not both necessarily about magic but you do have um like in black clover you have the magic knights and then in seven Mm -hmm. deadly sins you have the holy knights (laughs) and they have like some magical attribute right right like they Uh, each have like magical power level where it's kind of the same in Black Clover. It's just like, you know, talked about differently. So I think it would have been really interesting seeing a crossover of them because like it would have been funny to see Asta like trying to fight the Demon King or Miliotis fighting the elves. You know what I mean? Like I could yeah. see that. They do. together. They do have very like similar stories and whatnot. Like I think honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they were written by or not written i guess but like drawn or like from the same production company or whatever but i wanted to see it because of the number one because they are very similar and i said that in season four of black Clover that he reminded me of miliotis when he got all buff when uh, also got all buff yeah so i thought and they both have like similar personalities also just a whole hell of a lot louder the Meliodas and they just seem very similar. And the fact of yeah, like, like imagine Asta fitting in in the friend group of Bon and Meliodas, like I could see yeah, his personality. They would just constantly <gasps> and luck and Don't luck just luckily finding each other. Ass would be <laughs> like Asta would be doing it because like okay, I want to get stronger. Like Meliodas and Bon are doing it because they're like best friends. They're trying to be fun and whatever. But Luck is out there to kill. Yeah. Homeboy is out there to kill somebody. So he I would like to see and that. Violence. But w- would you want... Okay, so crossovers don't mean that they got to be working together. Do you want them to like be at it? Like basically they're going against each other? Or do you want all of them to be going against the whole... The, the Demon Kings and whatnot? Well, for me... I don't know if this is for you, but for me, the reason why I put it on my list is because I thought that they would be really good working together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could see the seven deadly sins being a part of the Black Bulls. Yeah. Like, like I I can't see see them fighting each other. No, I really can't. Like, they are. I saw them pairing up. Like, for some reason, you know, like, there's this really big enemy that's coming to 
Britannia mm-hmm. <laughs> for seven deadly sins and like they need the help of like some other people and they just so happen to find the black bulls mm-hmm. or whatever and I feel like they would really like their fighting style and just like how savage and crazy they all are like they would just pair together really well so I think because so, some people from Black Clover have spatial magic but there's some that are so powerful that they can like change dimensions and whatnot. So I feel like that's actually like very plausible. Cause you know, like in Ra- that's a Raven hand Montana, like there's always like this person that built this machine to do a specific thing. And then they go in the machine and all of a sudden they're in the other show. So I could definitely mm-hmm. see like, you know, something going wrong and somehow. Like general spatial magic. What? Like with Finral's uh, spatial magic and they somehow that. end up. Huh? Um, I wasn't, he too weak for that. I wasn't talking about Finral specifically. <laughs> but, some, um, but there is somebody <laughs> who is stronger at spatial magic other than his brother and him that I think can change like dimensions. Like I think that if the girl from the Peacocks, what are they, right? The dream girl? The captain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the captain. I think that if she really like, if she can change in dimensions like that to be in her dream, I feel like she could change like actual other dimensions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, or she like worked with Finral and her and like somehow they like created this warp hole and they ended up in Seven Deadly Sins. I could definitely see that happen. Or who in De- Seven Deadly Sins do you think would like be able to do something like that? The only person for me would be um, Merlin. Merlin. Okay, yeah. She has so many powers that we don't even know the full scope of what she could do. But like, I mean, she brought Arthur Arthur back to life and like she's mm-hmm. done so many crazy things that mm-hmm. like I feel like she'd be the one to do it out of all of them. Yes. I so I think that one would be really a really good crossover to have. I'm trying to think if there's anything else significant that I thought would be the reason. But they are just a band of misfits. So they would definitely, I think Merlin, Merlin would want to be in the Black Bulls, but I think that she could actually be somewhere else though. Oh, for sure. Her, don't think Gother would would leave, would be like, he's too fucking weird for that shit. Um, (laughs) Nobody else would accept him. Oh, Elizabeth would not be in the Black Bulls. She would be in the Black Bulls just because Miliotis is there. Yep. That's the only reason. Because she's literally, she's like almost, I wouldn't say spitting image, but she's royalty just like freaking Noelle is. Mm -hmm. But Noelle is actually like super powerful and useful. Whereas Elizabeth is the only only difference that they have. Yeah. Elizabeth is only useful like when she's awakened her goddess form and like she Mm -hmm. can't really always do that because the fact that she's going to die three days later. (laughs) They they always give the white, the white haired girls the disadvantage. Because Noelle was was strong. She just didn't awaken it yet. Yeah. Elizabeth is strong. She just didn't awaken it. And when she does, she dies. Yes, exactly. So they always give her give them the downfall. I'm trying to think. Miliotis can totally be in any of the groups. But I feel like he would fit in the Black Bulls just because of his personality. Because he's so carefree. Bro, now that we're talking about it, I see so many similarities in Miliotis and Asta. Because of like the whole like demon thing. Did like yeah. Black Clover never thought of that at all. No, and they were both basically like half demon. I mean, Miliotis is legit, like the <laughs> and, and demon. Yeah, but 
black, but Asta isn't. But like the whole half, half thing where one side of Asta, the other side is not. And then with Miliotis, it's the bottom half of him. And then like part of his face. Yeah, the little scar he gets. The little scar. Yeah, they're very similar. Hmm. So what's the next one we have? Okay, so the next one that we both thought would be a good crossover was Bleach and Demon Slayer. Now, we haven't gotten that far in Bleach. We just started watching Bleach. But from what we've seen, we thought that it would be good with Demon Slayer because we we made these this list of all these crossovers that we wanted separately. And mm-hmm. we both got Bleach and Demon Slayer. We both wanted to mm-hmm. see that. And I can see why. Because they're both like... I mean, my main thing is they both use swords. That was my main thing too. The similar fighting style, and the mm-hmm. fact that like the um the hollows mm-hmm. and the demons, like Tandro, always feels like so empathetic for the demons, and like they always mm-hmm. have like the their backstory of what their life was like before they were demons, which and really somehow reminds they, me of- somehow they awaken it like. Right. That it them. reminds me a lot of the hollows because like um Ichiago feels the same way about the, hol- the hollows mm-hmm. and like how he was like kind of hesitant to kill them because of the fact that like you know they they had a different life before they were hollows. Yeah. So to me I thought it'd be interesting because in Demon Slayer they don't really go that much into depth about what happens to the demons after they die even though Tandra was like really like respectful of them and he always like pays his respects when they die. Like for example, like in Bleach, if you were bad before you became a hollow, like in your actual life, then you're going to hell. Like the, the gates of the netherworld will op- open when they swallowed. Kill right. But if you were a good person and then you just end up becoming a hollow after you died, then you still get to go to the soul society or whatever. And I feel like a lot of the demons that Tandro has fought they had a life like that where like their human life was really tragic mm-hmm. and like they weren't necessarily a bad human. It's just that they they, just when turned. they became a demon. Yeah, it's just that when they became a demon, they just chose violence, you know? Because, I mean, just like now with the difference between Bleach and Demon Slayer as of right now is that there's many different, there's hollows and they can, and any hollow can turn anybody into another hollow. Mm-hmm. As opposed to in Demon Slayer, it's just one person can turn one person, another person into a demon. And so it's, I'm trying to put this in, into words. I'm trying to sound intelligent here. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> our anime discussion. What? I said intelligent with our anime discussion. Yes. I mean, come on now. We're silly all the time. We got to be intelligent sometimes, I guess. <laughs> but um, it's just like with Demon Slayer, it doesn't matter if you are a good or a bad person. That one person decides if you're going to be that. As opposed to a hollow, it's like eventually you were going to turn into one. Like if the gates of hell yeah. open up, swallow you up, at some point you are going to turn into a hollow. But a hollow can turn you into a hollow before, you know, quicker. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking at in Bleach, at least. Because, you know, remember, we haven't watched that much of it. But I just imagine how badass the fights would be. Because just take the hollows out of Bleach and put Bleach into a Demon Slayer. How badass the fights would be if the demons couldn't even see that motherfucker. 
I know. Like Tondro's over here, like, like they just imagine if they didn't even know that like Ichi Ichigo even was a thing. And that you could there was an entity that you couldn't see. Just imagine how crazy they would think Tondro, Zenny, and Nosuke's ass would be because of the fact that he's slashing them in the front, but how are they getting slashed in the back? How are they getting stabbed in the back? <laughs> and they're like, How are you doing this? What is going on? <laughs> like Honestly, I think if they did a crossover episode of that, that episode, they would be fucking shit up so hard. Like, yeah. Ev- all, all the upper demons dead. There's no way. And I feel the same way about, like, if you were to put Zenny and Tanjiro and Inosuke, just drop them into Bleach. Like, imagine, like, Inosuke, like, how he's so able to sense Yes. Like, he could sense the demons really well. Same with Tondra. Like, he could sniff them out. So I just imagine him, like, sensing out a hollow and mm-hmm. then just, like, going to, like, go fuck the hollow up. Like, just seeing all four of them, like, fuck up a hollow. And, like, just I imagine... Think... Oh, keep going. I, I just was saying, like, I think it would be so dope oh. just seeing them, like, try to fight a hollow. But just imagine, like, say Ichigo, Ichigo is going with... What's her name? I forgot her name. And they're about to go fight a hollow, right? And all of a sudden, they see all three of their asses beating a hollow up. And they're like, who the fuck is this? And then all three of them walk past Ichigo. Like, he doesn't even exist because he's he's not, he doesn't exist at that point. And they're like, did did they not see me? How the fuck did they, how the fuck did they beat a hollow and they didn't even know it was there? They didn't know what it right. looked like. They can't see me. How is that possible? And just imagine- just sense- Right, and just imagine, like, the freak out that they would have. That's the other thing about, like, you know, the anime crossovers is that it would freak them out more than That's So Raven and Hannah Montana coming into each other's world because it's literally, like, a slice of life, real world. You know, she's a singer. She just has visions. I think the visions would be the only, like, thing that would be like, whoa, that's so crazy. As yeah. opposed to merging, you know, Bleach and Demon Slayer and blow their minds how, like, different that is. Right. Because, like, I also forgot her name, but the Soul Reaper is always so, like, amazed at, like, how Ichigo is able to do anything because he's a human and he shouldn't be able to sense it. Right. like, imagine how she would react to seeing Tanjiro and Osuke and Zenny. And Zenny's, like, asleep half the time. (laughs) Right. And they're like, what? What is going on? And they would would just, both of them, either Mm -hmm. of them being in there would fuck shit up i don't know i don't know how they would get into each other's dimension because there's always got to be a reason of how but i think also the other thing that makes me think of that is tondra and them wear like the traditional or in that show they all wear like traditional clothing traditional japanese clothing and ichigo and soul reaper girl also wear traditional clothes when they're Mm -hmm. in their reaper form or whatever and i think that like in that sense, it just it just makes sense. It fits. <laughs> fits right. a little bit better. And they also have their katanas, and they can only kill the hollows with their katanas in the same way that, like, in Demon Slayer, they can only kill the demons with theirs, you know? I mean, they could kill mm-hmm. other people, but, like, they, but, it, but their job is, like, it's not like they can't kill, I guess, other people in Demon Slayer. They can kill people with the swords. But like well, it's just, no, I'm not saying they can. Of course they can. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I meant. But like, it's well, not like they could kill a demon. Actually, cannot kill an actual person with his sword. So I was just making sure that, like, okay, 
Oh, true, true, true. But I meant like, I meant like, Tondro cannot kill a demon by snapping the demon's neck. You oh, know no. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they have to see the string and they have to slice it with the katana. Like, they have to kill it that way. Same way with in Bleach. Like, they're not going to kill a, ho- a hollow by snapping its neck. Punching like, it. There's a certain way. Yeah. Like, there's a certain yeah. way that it has to be killed. And it's, like, very similar. Mm. So that's I why I wait. thought it would be really good. What I can't wait, I can't wait to see, like, because there's got to be higher ups in Bleach. And I can't wait to see the comparisons between now that we're doing crossovers, the comparisons between the Hashiras and and their higher ups. Because there's mm-hmm. a Soul Reaper society. So there's somebody over the Soul Reaper girl. So I want to see, you know, how many there are, how different they are or similar they are from Hashiras and whatnot. Yeah, I think and other really good. crossover that would make sense too. Like what? I don't think it would be too chaotic. It what would totally makes chaotic. The crossover between those two shows. Yeah. Because they're they're basically fighting for the same reason. They're just different names and they come in different forms. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. As opposed mm-hmm. to Black Clover and Seven Deadly Sins, Meliodas is actually fighting like his father, an actual demon, as opposed to... I mean, I guess they're in Black in Black Clover. They're fighting demons, but they're also fighting people. Like they were once actual people. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little bit more like sentimental. Like yeah, you don't want to kill the person, but like you really do need to fuck up the demon, as opposed to who gives a crap about the Demon King. <laughs> <laughs> like he just mad because he can't he couldn't get nobody, and that's why his son's gotta right. suffer. <laughs> So other than that, we have other like crossovers that we have. Um, I can just say mine, like just say mine right yeah, now. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I said Tokyo Avengers and Bungo Stray Dogs, One Ooh. Punch Man and Mob for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> I hope that everybody understands those obvious reasons. Haikyuu. <laughs> <laughs> by now. Yeah, by now. Haikyuu and Auron High School. Psyche okay. Black Clover awesome. and My Hero. Those are mine. Hmm. Okay, what are yours? And then we'll go more in depth. Okay, so I also wanted to see JJK in Bleach because of the similarity of like the hollows and the curses or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have Death Note and Tokyo Ghoul. I have My Hero and Assassination Classroom. Can't wait to hear that one. And Mojo and Psyche. Okay, so. I chose Tokyo Avengers and Bungo Stray Dogs because they're all in gangs. And so that's another <laughs> one that I feel like wouldn't be so chaotic. And I would love to see Mikey with his little 12-year-old ass coming up to the Fort <laughs> Mafia and Octagawa and thinking he, he runs shit. I think that would be absolutely freaking hilarious. Like, I honestly agree. Yeah, it's like, oh, you got Port Mafia, you got the detective agency, oh no, and then you have a group of middle schoolers, like the Tokyo Manji Gang. Tokyo Manji <laughs> Gang. And they just come out of nowhere, and I can just see like them fighting in the guild. Like, I honestly feel like hand to hand combat, them little middle schoolers got it. Cause I don't oh, see, for sure. yeah, I don't see anybody in Bungo Stray Dogs actually like use their actual like fighting skills except. We see Chuya a little bit, I think. 
use his like you know kicking and punching but like not much they are very heavily reliant on their powers and mm -hmm. so i don't think that they i don't think in bungo stray dogs they would be so petty as to use their powers against tokyo avengers or the octagawa totally would <laughs> yes actually he would but like if I can control this situation, I would make it so that they don't just to see who would win. And I honestly do think that Tokyo that the uh, Tokyo Manji game would. I don't I think Valhalla, any of them would. Yeah. The only thing I was gonna say is like, you know, how would they pair up being that they don't have, you know, any powers or anything? They're fighting purely off of brute strength. Mm -hmm. However, putting them into the storyline and with everything that's going in going on in Bungo Stray Dogs. I think it definitely would be interesting to see them in there, even though, you know, they're middle schoolers and it's not like their goal isn't to like protect Japan or right. anything. <laughs> like I think they I could be like the messenger boys. Like they could be right. they could do the little small crimes that aren't that serious, but they could be they could be one of those um what is it? Uh middle ground people. Where mm -hmm. they're like, okay, we, we aren't as powerful as y'all. We can't do the same things that y'all do, but we can help with the things that like don't concern you. Like, oh no, a robber stole an old, old woman's purse. Like, I, Mikey can handle that. Yeah. I, mean, I, know in, I know in Tokyo Avengers, that's not their goal, but like if we're putting them in freaking Bungo Street Dogs, that would be their, their role. That would be their job. The only thing that I'm trying to see now is like, what if it's the other way around? Like, what yeah. would the detective agency and the Port Mafia be doing if you put them in to Tokyo Avengers? Like, with the time jump and everything? Couldn't. How couldn't, do you envision that? Couldn't envision that because I didn't envision that. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I immediately, all I thought was that powerhouse kick that Mikey does to Akihawa's <laughs> head. And that's the only thing that I thought about. And I was like, yes, <laughs> it's got to happen. I want to see it. I want to see it. Or, oh, oh, Chuya versus Mikey. Chuya and his little gang. I would. Of middle schoolers. <laughs> no. Because they were always, Chuya, Chuya, help, help. Like, no. And they almost try to kill Chuya. I don't want that. I will I pay. I will pay <laughs> to see Chuya fight Mikey. Honestly, without though, without Chuya's power. Without okay. Chuya's okay. Okay. Without powers. Obviously. We're trying to set middle like middle ground, okay? Since they don't have powers. If if Tokyo Manjigane had powers, I'd be like, fruit for all, everybody, magic powers, go. <laughs> but I think Chuya would be a really good contender for Mikey without his powers. Even without. Yeah. yeah. So I think it could happen. Or I think that it would be really nice if it did happen. Do you what what's one that you would you would like to say? Um, besides, you mean from my list? From your list, yes. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so I thought it would be cool to see JJK in Bleach also. Um, because, like, with the whole curse and hollow thing, like, not everybody can see curses. Mm -hmm. Like, only a certain amount of people can see curses. Same thing with the hollows, as we just discussed. Mm -hmm. Now, in JJK, they have, like, their own sorcerer powers. Like, it's not just them fighting with the sword but i still thought that it would be really interesting to see like you know uh yuji and megami and nobra like if they were to be fighting hollows i don't think it would be too different even though it's a different fighting style yeah 
you know what I mean? So like, I don't think it would be so far-fetched. So they would still have their sorcerer powers but because it's basically hollows and curses are the same or they wouldn't have these powers? Yeah. No, I think that they would still have their powers. And I feel like even if um, Ichigo and the Soul Reaper were to go into um, JJK, they still wouldn't have powers. Like, they would still have their... I mean, technically, it's kind of like Ichigo does have powers because he's not a regular human. Like, he can sense, right. like, the hollows and, like, he's you able to... You just don't to, know, you know what extent... Right. And right even now. like his sisters are able to like sense it to some extent. Little one so, like I feel like right, right, right. Just his one sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if he were to be in the world of JJK, that he would like be able to get along somehow. Like I feel mm-hmm. like he'd be able to keep up with them. And that he it would be entertaining to like, see him fighting the curses and that like it would be another show that just meshes really well together. So Putting Bleach into JJK, and I just thought of this, is that wouldn't Ichigo technically be a curse because he's not always seen by everybody? Would that mm-hmm. would he not consider would he not be considered a, a, a curse at that point? Because putting well, JK into Bleach would be fine, but I think that would also be like, would the Soul Reaper be a curse? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. this, or yeah. would they be able, or would they look at that as like their sorcerer level? Like, that's just their ability. I think I that it know. would be, I think Ichigo would technically be a Yuji at that point because of the fact that, like, I was going to say, I think him and Yuji would be kind of like two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So they would see him, they would see him as, we need to kill him too. <laughs> we need to kill <laughs> Ichigo because. But we also but, need him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we also like, need him because, like, he's just as powerful. Yeah. As opposed to the Soul Reaper before she did whatever the hell she did for Ichigo, she would have been 100% a curse. Yeah. Because I don't see that as, I don't think that would be a sorcerer level. I do not think that would be at sorcerer level because sorcerers are actual human beings. Like, no mm-hmm. sorcerer that we've seen can make themselves invisible, basically. Because mm-hmm. that's basically what Ichigo is invisible at that point. Half dead, right. invisible, whatever you want to consider it. I just, yeah, I don't think that would be considered his sorcerer level, though. I think for Ichigo, it would be. But for the Soul Reaper, I don't think so. Why do you think, why? Nobody in, nobody in JJK can make themselves disappear. Like, they're all... but. That's just because in JJK, everybody's sorcerer thing is different. So we don't see people who have the same sorcerer powers. So that could just be his sorcerer power that he's able to, like, you know, have his soul leave his body. Because he is still a human. So it could just be that that's his power. And, like, he's just able to leave his body and, like, fight that way. You know that's what I mean? Technique. Whereas the soul reaper, not. Yeah, his technique, yeah. Mm. As far as, like, you know, the soul reaper... She's not a human. So, like, you know, I get what you're saying where she would be a curse. Mm-hmm. But I think that Ichigo could definitely get away with that being his technique, his sorcerer technique. Because everybody's technique is different. Like, we've not seen one person with the same technique. Hmm. It's, I think that's still far-fetched. Because also, Megami next- uses his little Shinigami, and, like, and nobody else can see them but him. I thought they could. Yes, they can. I thought they could, because he because they're curses. Oh, true. Yeah, they're technically curses. The <laughs> only one who can't see them is Maki. 
Maki can't do yeah. But he's still curses and he and yet he's able to use them as a technique. So I feel like each Ichigo's technique would be him being able to transform between the human world and the curse world, and that's just how he fights. Mm. But he himself is not a curse because he's still a human. I would the, uh, he, I could see that, but I still see that they would still consider him a curse, though half of a curse still with Yuji, because of the fact that like he he he's he's going in between the curse world. So that would be technically like your curse still. That could be his technique, but then also that can be considered him being a curse. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Because of the fact that like nobody can go within the curse world. Megami can. He can he can control them, but he's not going into the curse world per se. You know what I mean? So I can mm-hmm. see them as I can see them. Like with Yuji, where they're like, okay, you're very helpful, but you're a curse. So I can see them with Ichigo being the same way, being like, you're very helpful, but you're still technically a curse. But that, but you turning into a curse is your technique. So it's weird. Like they would be like, well, I don't know exactly. what to do with you. Like, right. That's what exactly. I, can see, I can see yours, but then I can also still see them being like, you a little sus. You could be a curse because how the fuck you do that? <laughs> you go into the curse world. We can't do that. Yeah, I feel like he, would kick ass. he would kick ass though against the freaking right. um, curses. Can Megami at that point control Ichigo when he when he's in his <laughs> form? Because he's technically a curse when he's invisible. I mean, but Megami can't control all curses. Did we it ever would, see him control Mahito? It would be so helpful if he could control all curses. I but listen, at, he can only he can only do that much because Megami pushes himself down to being lower than he actually is. So what if he got stronger, and then all of a sudden Ichigo don't know that Megami's now strong enough to freaking make him into a little puppet? <laughs> well, does that mean that he would also be able to control Yuji? Yes. No, because he doesn't have the ability Why? to. Con- he has the ability to control himself into a curse, not other curses. So then, why would he be able to control Ichigo? Because Megami can control curses, and Yuji is a curse. He's got Sakuna oh, yeah. in oh, him. Yuji, my bad, my bad, my bad. I thought you said. I thought you said Ichigo would be able to control. Megami, and I was like, no. No, 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 no. Megami, I'm I'm asking, like, based off of that theory, then you're saying that Megami could also control Yuji. Megami could also control Yuji. Maybe, but Sukuna is way more powerful than Megami. If it, it would take Megami literally as long, however old Sukuna is, it would take him that long to get strong enough to actually control Yuji at that point. So, okay. Yeah. I could see it if he was stronger, maybe if that was the whole theory, but that ain't happening. I'm sorry, Megami. I love you, but that ain't happening. You ain't gonna be stronger. Than <laughs> I, I can't. I can't let that one slide. I can't. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, for another one for me, One Punch Man and Mob. Now, if you don't understand the obvious reason that I put the disclaimer, they're made by the same person. So it would only be right to see them together. <laughs> also, I think that everything that would be happening around One Punch Man would give Mob hella anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see how they pair together as like a group. 
So instead of sensei, he's got one punch man. He's got Saitama as his yeah. sensei instead. <laughs> and like Saitama would be would he be worse or just would he be just as bad or worse than than sensei? I think he would be no. a little bit better because of the fact that he has some kind of power quotation true, mark. True. And he's not like a snake. Yes. Like it would be really funny to see like I think of Genus Genus and Mob in the same way that they're just really freaking confused about Saitama. Like I see them both like sitting at the other edge of the table while Saitama's looking for like deals or sales or whatever. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> like what? Why are you doing this? So I would love to see, you know, all of that because their personalities are so different. But at the same time, they're just as awkward. So I could just yeah. imagine them first meeting each other and just standing there, both with their little egghead smiles and whatnot, not knowing what to do with each other. That's the only reason why. I just love to see the two. Obviously, they're from the two. And then Jenna's like being the, medio- the mediator and taking everything so seriously. Yes. Like, I would love Jenna to be the mediator of that whole relationship. Yes. Be thankful that Sensei has decided to teach you. <laughs> and he's, he's doing nothing. Wait, and then honestly, <laughs> it, while we're talking about this, Mob can beat One Punch. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So because like he can stop. He never. He's never gonna get punched. Let's, let's no. Let's start there. Yeah, he can lift the whole Earth, and the Earth is already floating. <laughs> Literally, like one punch. Like Saitama's punch will never actually make it to Mob, which means no. he will never win. Now, now I will say yes, but no, because of the fact that Mob has to get to that point first. Mm, true. Now, if he's already at the, now say he's already at that point, no. But if he's not, if like Mob is just literally just standing there and like, because Saitama could always punch him, but Mob is not <laughs> always angry. <laughs> like if if Saitama, I don't know why he would get annoyed with his face because his face is his face. So, but if he got annoyed <laughs> with Mob's face and just decided to punch him, then Mob would get mad. Another right. punch wouldn't touch him, but that first punch would. But if he's already in his Mob psycho form, nah. But since Saitama is one punch, then the one punch is all it should supposedly take. True. Hmm. He does so if the one punch is mob ever going to recover from the one punch that he is able to get angry to fight back see that's why it's a yes or no bro it's a yes or no i would love to see it that's all i, I would to love say. to see it too honestly like and also that was the fact that like like i said mob is some is power more powerful in the way of like actual powers than saitama that it would be funny to hear jenna say sensei is trying to teach you like homeboy Mob don't need no teaching. Mob is <laughs> yeah. here for fun, okay? Because honestly, at this point, Mob would literally be what class S? Yes, yes, totally. Mob would be class. He would be even like Saitama's not even class S. What? I said Saitama's not even class S, and both Genos and Mob are going to be higher than him. He would be so pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> he would kind of be like he would kind of be like King in that way. Like I think he would. Be, somewhat be like king where you look at him 
he'd be the opposite of King, where you look at him and you're like, there's no way that this kid is a class S, as opposed to King looks like he should be a class S, but he shouldn't be because of the fact that he has no power. Has no powers, can has do nothing. nothing. Has I think luck. Huh? He just has the look and luck. Exactly. And like, that's it. But I think another thing that would be funny is like Saitama, um, he has like all his physical strength and stuff, but mm-hmm. like Mob is like purely like psychic strength, right? Yes. And so like you also have who's the other one that has psychic strength in the S class? The tornado girl, right? Is it psychic though? Is it mm. psychic though? Because she can she can make tornadoes. Like that's not really psychic, I guess. Telekinetic? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's not psychic. It's, no. it's more like telekinetic though. But like she but she can only make tornadoes, so that's why I'm trying to think like maybe it's not really telekinetic because it's only tornadoes that she can make. Mm, that's true. That's true. Never mind. Okay, well yeah. then here's another thing. I think it would be funny because um, Saitama is so like he wants to be famous, like he wants to be recognized. Mm. But Mob already has like a low key cult of followers that are trying to find him. That's like the that's like the little clubs that they have. You know yes. what I mean? Where like when Saitamo goes up to another like class and all the other like higher class bees like come down, they're like, um, okay, you're gonna be in my little cult. You're gonna fight alongside me, you're gonna be a minion. And then Saitama's like, fuck that. Yeah, because Saitama doesn't want to be a minion. He wants to be the head of the cult. Yes. But like mom already, already is the head of the cult. <laughs> yes. He just don't know it, but he's the head of the cult. And just imagine, like, if one of those, like, say, before Mob becomes a class S, he's like a class B, a class A, and one of those higher ups in that class come down, and all of a sudden, like, all the other people that were in Mob's cult that he has no idea about, he, they're like, what did you say? Huh? He's already the head of a cult. And then that's when Mob realizes, like, oh, shit, what the fuck? <laughs> like, y'all are here? I know. Honestly, Mob would join the cult. Like if um, what's her name? The Blizzard who went up to Saitama to try to get him to join the cult. Mob mm. would do it, even though he's stronger than everybody in the yes. cult. Just so he doesn't have to like be a part of anything serious yeah. or really hurt anybody. <laughs> he's like, I'll bring you confrontation. He'd be he's like, like okay. <laughs> he's like, I'll just bring you coffee if you want. I could be one of those minions. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, what about One Punch Man going into Mob, though? I couldn't, I, that's so, it's like Superman. <laughs> yeah. Like Superman in, in all of New York, like, it really wouldn't even be, like, that much of a difference, I guess, like. Yeah, I think the difference is, like, Mob is fighting, what are they called? I, are they just ghosts? I forget the little things spirits? that he's fighting. Yeah, spirits. spirits. And, like, only certain people could see those spirits. Yep. Will Saitama be able to see those spirits? No, absolutely not. Exactly. He trained so how- his fist. Right. I feel like, you know, since Saitama's like satire, like satire, he'll just be like punching the air and like can't really see anything. And like and then- he just so happens to like defeat all of the spirits anyway, but he has no idea like what he just did. I see it as he's punching the air thinking that he's doing something and Mob just comes along and just <laughs> destroys them himself. And then Mob or uh, Saitama thinks that he did something, and that's the satire yes, yes. at all is that he thinks he did something. Yeah. <laughs> so 
feel like in reality, like Saitama is really powerful and like he should be able to destroy these things, but like he does not have the power to see him and therefore he's useless. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what would Genos be doing? <laughs> Destroying everything, self-destructing. Like always. Because again, he can't see the spirits. He can't do nothing either. So he's like, I can't defeat these spirits. I must self-destruct to do I'll just self-destruct and take them all out with me. <laughs> and then what if he ends up self-destructing and they're all like right next to him and they still don't go out? They're still there. <laughs> the mom's still got to come by and, and clean up his mess. Clean up himself. Clean up Genos and clean up the, the ghost. Yes. And Genos just in pieces as usual and like right. nothing he did helped. As usual, which is yes. like the usual for Genos. Yes, exactly. That would be that would really be funny. Problem. They would turn, yeah, that that would would turn Mob into satire for sure. Yeah, it would be hilarious, actually. That'd be a really good crossover. I was going to say, you can't turn One Punch Man into, into seriousness. So it would just be even more no. satire with Mob. <laughs> exactly. On point. my list, I had um, Mob Psycho with Psyche. Because in Mob Psycho, they were, like, trying to collect all the people who, like, had psychic powers and telekinesis. <laughs> and I just imagine them, like, trying to kidnap Psyche. And Psyche <laughs> being in this world when he gives absolutely no fucks. I was say, he could change into dimensions, too, if he wanted to. I know, exactly. Like, he gives absolutely no fucks, but he has all these, like, strong powers. Also, I would love to see, like, who's more powerful, Psyche or Mob Psycho. Or Mob, because, like, Mob is, like, super all-powerful. Mm-hmm. But so was like, so it's like, who is more all powerful? Okay, so before I get into that, I was thinking also that if Mob were to be in Psyche, he would be a part of the Psychickers. Yes, at that point. Okay, just want to make that note. Um, who would be all powerful, Psyche or Mob? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to say Psyche only because. He has more things he can do. Mm-hmm. Like he's psychic. He his eyes can freaking slice your head off. You know he can feel emotions with his fingertips. Like he can do. I, he could just do more. But right. I feel like maybe at one hundred percent, Mob might be psyche though. I, I know. Think, and that's I what think, would be fascinating to see. Yeah, I feel like after like after a certain amount of percentages that mob gets to psyche might not be able to handle him as much but i feel like he'll probably get he'll be able to to you know slow him down for a good amount of that percentage like maybe about 80 percent and then after that it's like mob is going to kill psyche um (laughs) so because i i feel like psyche has to, to think about a lot of things more than mob does I feel like we've also never seen Psyche just let loose. Like, we've never seen Psyche get pushed to a point mm-hmm. where, like, his power is just going crazy and, like, he's letting loose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's already super powerful. But let's just assume that that's him at 50% because Psyche never gives any fucks and he's never really trying that hard anyway. But I think that with when he doesn't have his little things on, all that we see is what he can do. Like, when, when Homegirl took his one little thing out and they end up on an island like that ship destroyed the whole planet didn't destroy Mm -hmm. so i feel like mob when he's at 100 percent, or mob even when he's at 50 percent, does a lot more damage than when psyche doesn't have his things in his head 
because psyche only That's destroys true. things like kind of around him as opposed to mob can like i think psyche can only destroy things you know in a certain radius of him and then but that's and, not and, losing control though what like that's still not him losing control though like he's having a hard time controlling his powers but it's not him himself losing control and like blacking out and only seeing red i don't see him doing that like he gets annoyed but i don't see him getting physically angry like mob is and that's why I because nothing in his show ever happens to where he's pushed to that point mm. but if you put him in mob show to where he things do happen to where he's pushed to that point like he has to save the whole fucking world from a psychopath <laughs> who is like killing his friends and threatening his family like remember they pretended to kill mob's whole family they've never we've never seen someone try to kill psyche's family or psyche's you know what i mean like nothing mm. like that has ever happened in psyche it's all just random shit well let's say well think about this psyche oh no psyche does give a fuck about his dad never mind i was gonna say psyche don't give a shit about he definitely him. gives a fuck about his mom he definitely does give a fuck about his mom if it was kusuke 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 yes yeah i always want to call him kuswo but that's not that's not his name that's psyche if Kusuke, he he would be fine. He'd be like, "All right, let that let that man die." <laughs> he don't care. <laughs> but right, somebody's coming for his mom, or like he just came home one day and his house was on fire, and he sees his mom's burnt up body. Don't you think he would lose it a little bit? But that's Mob's story. We're not put. We're not replacing yeah. Mob with Psyche. True, true, true. But I'm just I'm just trying to create a scenario where something psychotic happens to where he would lose his mind because nothing like that has happened in the disastrous life of psyche because it's just his high school life <laughs> i still say mob i still go for mob i still go for mob because that because mm. yeah i still go for mob because there's not there's something that can control psyche's power there's nothing that can control mobs he don't got no little thing in his head that can, like so once it's a hundred it's like over with as opposed to psyche like he has to take those things out to go that way. And the reason why he has them in is so that it doesn't happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I still say mob. I understand what you're saying, but I could, but I could just imagine Psyche like in mob's world where all the ghosts are just annoying him just as much as the people in his own show annoy the hell out of him. Except right. they're like, invisible and he's like talking to a ghost. He's like, God, you're so fucking annoying. And they're like, and then everybody's like, why are you what you look like a psychopath? Psyche, why are you walking around? <laughs> True, but I wasn't thinking like the ghost. I was thinking of Oh, I, I know you weren't thinking about the ghost, but like that's yeah, like, I was the thinking the guy in story. season two who was like legit trying to kill the whole world and replace the world with psychic people. Mm -hmm. Psyche that's would be fine with that. Psyche would not go against that. Psyche would be like, yes. Psyche wouldn't just let random people get killed. He's always just ran helping random people on the street for no reason. He doesn't have to. I he would he would he would contemplate it. He, he would he would think about it. He'd be like, hmm, a world with 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 psychics. That means that everybody would know what I'm thinking. They wouldn't bother me. Like <laughs> he would literally he would low key be a little bit over on the side of the villain, but he would be like. I know it's not morally right for these people to die, so I guess I'll help Mob. But it <laughs> would be nice for a whole society to be just psychics. 
it would, it would, would be seven, it would be like 60 40. 60% the villain side, 40% humanity, yeah. but he knows that the 40% is the best one to go for. Yeah, true. But I also think, you know how, like, in Psyche, every four episodes, there's, like, a new transfer student in his class? I think it would be hilarious if Mob was one of those tra- transfer show students. Makes sense. Yeah. That it would be. Yeah. Well, every four episodes, there's somebody new. It's Mob. <laughs> yeah. And they already sense each other. Right. They would probably never like, what is this across- powerful, like, aura I'm sensing? They probably would never come across each other. Only because of the girl that they would come mm-hmm. across each other. Because Mob would not care to, like, he wouldn't care. Psyche yeah. also would try to avoid him because he would think that he's like that girl. He would probably find out that he's not, and then maybe they would be friends because, like, they're not, like, they, you know, they both awkward. Mob isn't going to bother Psyche. Psyche's not going to bother Mob. But the only reason why they would probably get together is because of the fact that the girl would be like, oh, the strong sense, this aura, oh, sidekickers to the rescue. Like, and she would go find them somewhere and bring them back. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you remember in the beginning, like, Psyche's aura was too big for her to sense. I feel mm-hmm. like it would be the same with Mob. Like, his aura would be way too big for her to sense. Do you think that Psyche would sense it, though, if it was so big? Maybe mom's mm. bigger or just as big, and they would. Uh, yeah, it could be just as big or bigger, and that's why I feel like she wouldn't sense no, it. Like I feel like psyche. What psyche? I feel like I understand I think, her, but what about psyche? Do you think he would? I think psyche would sense it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think he would, but I don't think that she would. Mm. Yeah, she is a little bit weaker of a. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next one, it's high and or on high school. Now, I thought this is more of like one of those. Now, One Punch Man and Mob was funny, but I think this one is, is on another level of funny because of the fact that Oren High is a romance and mm-hmm. Haikyuu is volleyball. And Nia hasn't started watching Haikyuu, but mm-hmm. the way that, and I've only seen season one, the way that they are so hell bit on fucking volleyball, it would be so funny to put those characters in Oran High School, there's like six of them. Nia's also not seen Oran High School, so no. But you understand, but I've told you what it means. What, like, all yeah, like, I know about both of the shows, like, I yeah. know what they're about. Yeah, so I just imagine putting those group of boys and that one girl that's playing as a boy in Oran High School in on a volleyball team <laughs> <laughs> and like just seeing like how all of everybody in Oran High School acts. And how everybody in high Q acts. If they were all, if they were both on separate teams. You got one person from Oran High School who's absolutely in love with himself. One that's a calculator, basically. Two of them are twins, and they and they're like they love each other, like obsessed with each other. That like the dudes on the high Q side, on like the Kurosuno Kurosuno High side, would. Just be like, we need to fight and win. But nobody else on the other side would give a shit about volleyball. <laughs> so like, and they have like, in, in Haikyuu, they have all these like, you know, what are they called? Speeches. You know. Yes. They have like all these like those motivational speeches. Motivational speeches. They have a whole bunch of those. So I could just imagine even if these people in Oran High School were in the same team as this other, t- like, we need to win. I can't. You're my setter and I'm the spiker and we can't win 
without each other and then we need teamwork and i can just imagine them talking to anybody in our high school and they're like i just want i just want to get girls <laughs> <laughs> that's all i want dude i'm only in volleyball for the girls and then the other way around having the redhead dude from high q into oran high he would honestly fit in because he's adorable and all the girls in oran high school would love him that's all i have to say about that because there's not really much <laughs> of oran high school but a club of boys that want to talk to girls that's all I have for that. <laughs> I mean, there's high no, school there's like, what one season of Oran High. Like, there's really not much I can yeah. say, and not a I know. not a lot of like dynamic or like anything crazy. Like my I'm, my my hair actually stands on the back of my neck when I watch Haikyuu for for some things. So that's why there's more for to say about Oran High School going to Haikyuu as opposed to Haikyuu going to Oran High School. <laughs> Just the crossover of the high school drama. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because they're I consider them kind of like slice of... Or in high school, I wouldn't say is like that much of a slice of life like Psyche is. But I can see Haikyuu being a sports and somewhat of a slice of life because I feel like... I mean, when you play a sport, like you're serious about the sport. You might not yeah. have any as many motivational speeches as they do, but <laughs> you do feel very tied to the sport. And so that I consider that as kind of a slice of life. Except we don't. Did ever. you think of um, pairing it with Psyche and having Hiro be a part of the volleyball team? Who being a part of the volleyball team? Hiro from um, Psyche. Oh my God. No, <laughs> I didn't at all. I didn't because I could just. And trying to get Psyche to play. Psyche, like. He would be very annoyed if he was in this show because of the fact that he's not physical. It's like he's not physical. And they're very physical and they're very freaking serious and like very emotional if they lose a game. Like Psyche would be like, what the fuck? It's not that serious. That's why I thought of like Hato, like Hato being on the team. But like in Psyche, Hato was always trying to make Psyche like join with whatever he's doing, whether it's playing tennis or playing basketball or whatever. Hato and he's so serious. Hado would definitely fit in. Psyche would not. Yeah. <laughs> because Hado's personality is just like I would like three of the characters in Haikyuu, literally. Three of the characters in Haikyuu make up Hado. Because <laughs> they're always like, yeah, right on, like just screaming, just crazy. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, it's just volleyball. <laughs> And he always has the motivational speeches and it's like just to build for the festival that's happening in a month from now. Yes. And that and they would love it. The characters like you would love it. They're like, yes, this <laughs> month. Like, let's go, Haru. Like they would they would love it. He would be their captain. They already got <laughs> he would be a better captain than their captain. Because their captain is all soft spoken and whatnot when he most of the time until he absolutely needs to do, it, and then he's like gotta put everybody in order, but 95% of the time, he's like, guys, let's just do our best. Yay. <laughs> so Hado would be a definitely better captain than him. So I could also see that, too. <laughs> okay. So for my next one, I have Death Note and Tokyo Ghoul. Now, I know these are two very chaotic shows. <laughs> yes. 
We do not need. But the reason why I decided that to put them together is because I imagine like, okay, so Tokyo Ghoul, you have the ghouls going against, um, oh man, I totally forgot the name of their agency that's like trying to go against them. I don't remember either. They're so, they're uh, all they're all meshed up together. Like they're I all know. <laughs> like, but like basically the, the the agency that Mato is a part of and Amon, and um, you know they're so chaotic. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's not a real like intelligent person on that team. It's just like everybody just hates schools. Yes, it's like just go out there and avenge your partner or avenge your wife. You know what I mean? Like nothing's yeah. like really thought. Whereas if they had Light or L, mm-hmm. like, as a part of their agency, like, the ghouls would not stand a fucking chance, in my opinion. Because, like, he would just sit there, like, he would, he would, oh, L, I'm thinking about Light. I was going to say, Light would infiltrate the agency, and you know they got documents, of they got to have documents of everybody's name, mm-hmm. and just go ham, just right, right. Right. <laughs> there would like there would be no fucking show, Nia. There would be no episode. It would be over in five okay, minutes. Okay. Well, let's imagine. Let's imagine that Light is like the leader of the ghouls. Like Light in um, okay, not the leader of the ghouls because you have Kaneki. So let's imagine like Light and Kaneki are best friends. Okay. And there's like, no, is there a book in this? There's no death note, or there is. A death there's no death note. Okay. It's just Light's brain. I was about to say because Kaneki would be like, all right. Homeboy, write this down. Write that down. Write this. Like, <laughs> I don't. Need There's to- no death note. It's, de- it's just his brain. Okay. We're putting them inside the world of Tokyo Ghouls. So okay. there's no death note. Okay, it's just their brains. Okay. And then L is on the side of Amon and um, Motto. They would think that L was a damn ghoul himself. The way he'd be looking. <laughs> they would be like, "Why are you on no, this side?" You have L, and then you have Juzo, right? You'd have L, and you'd have Juzo, oh, and then you have. Have Kaneki. Uh-huh. I feel like it would be so chaotic, but like so good at the same time. Like them, like just going like tit for tat at each other, the uh-huh. way they do in Death Note. I feel like that would, it would be so much more intriguing because in Death Note, it's just the book. Like you don't have anybody with powers. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to catch light, and he's just killing a bunch of like small time criminals. Yeah. But if you pair that thinking power. With people who do have powers and who like are genuinely evil, mm-hmm. like the ghouls, then I feel like it would be so much more intriguing to actually watch mm-hmm. than Death Note was. I think that would, yeah, that would, I would have definitely, if that was a whole show and not even just a crossover episode, I would honestly like that whole show better than I liked season three of Tokyo Ghoul and all of Death Note. And I was just about to say, in Tokyo Ghoul itself was so chaotic and made no sense that I feel like it needed just like some type of, you know, intelligence person. Like they needed a light or an L in that show for it to like to bring in the chaoticness and make it make sense. Okay, well, the cha- well, the chaoticness stopped, started in season three or the end of season two. No, actually, season three. I would say season three. It didn't start so, so it would be it would have been fine without L and Light because they were all re- it was it was good until season three came and then it became a chaotic mess. Mm-hmm. So, I would say like when Kaneki joined the Agiri Tree, like that was when it started to become chaos, and that was when they were like, okay, we need to bring in somebody else, and that somebody else is L. 
I don't, but I don't think in that when he when he got into the Aguirre tree, I didn't think it was as bad of a chaos. It was chaos, but it was the chaos that it needed to be. No, for sure. As opposed to in season, but the three, chaos from there chaos. is worse. Yeah, but I'm saying it started when he joined the Aguirre tree, and like then the chaos just got worse into season three. But I'm ta- I'm just saying like if Ellen Light were there from the beginning, okay. Ellen Light were there from the okay, very first okay. season because they didn't because technically the first two seasons they didn't need to be there, but because yeah. they were already doing good up until that point. But if Ellen Light were there from the very beginning, it wouldn't be the the same as Death Note when Ellen Light were like basically running around in circles of, of each other trying to catch each other even though they're right there, as opposed to. L and Light, they would be right in front of each other, knowing who each other are and fighting. And I think that is would make it way more better than yes. Death Note alone because of that. Tokyo Ghoul, I think, on its own would be, aside from season three, they didn't need a brain. They didn't need a brain, but it would be crazy to bring in season three, to put season three back into to the mix, to see Ellen Light come in at season three. Mm-hmm. But overall, like they could have been the added out, characters huh? in season three. Huh? Like Ellen Light could have been the added characters of season mm-hmm. three. They didn't have to be in, in the beginning. Yeah, but if they were from the, in there from the beginning, it would also be just as interesting as if they were even only for season mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Also, because in Death Note, like really, it's just Ellen Light. Going yeah, head yeah. Against. That's why I said. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in in Tokyo Ghoul, there's so many other characters. Like you have Light, but then you also have Jason, and you also have Shu. You and said you also Light. Have all these crazy. You said because I'm putting Light on the side of. The oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. You're putting it after. Yeah. Okay. Well, like you don't have just him. You still have like Jason and all these other crazy ghouls too. And mm-hmm. the same thing with um, with the other side. Like it's not just Light. Like you also have Motto, and you also have because Motto's kind of like not maybe not. Well, yeah, the father and the daughter. They're both kind of intelligent. They're just, like, kooky. So I think he, really The dad's more kooky than the daughter. The daughter's actually kind of well put together. Yeah, she's well put together and is just intelligent, whereas the dad was kooky. So I think it'd be interesting to see the three of them working together because Elle's also kind of kooky, mm. like, in his own way. And then, like, then you have Amon, and then you have Juzo, and, like, just to see, like, the whole team of them, mm-hmm. not just Elle and Light, but, like, the whole team of them going head-to-head would have been, like, so much more intriguing, I think, to watch. I will say that if we're if you put Elle and Light into season three and had a crossover that way, you I, I need some of these other characters to either not exist or some of these old characters be gone. Because Which there's one? What's his face? Shoe. Oh, Shoe need to go. I understand him when 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 Kaneki was gonna be auctioned off. Mm-hmm. Because like that needed to he be. He didn't need to come back after that. Yeah, he just yeah. didn't need to come back after that. No, but Shoe. Everybody. In season three's little hybrid group, except Heiss, because of course he's Kaneki, he has to be in the dog on show. Um, mm-hmm. even though I like Heiss as Heiss, either way. Um, and homeboy that ended up dying that I'm still pissed about. 
who got the sister. They can stay. Mm-hmm. Everybody else go. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> I don't need nobody else, literally. I don't need nobody else. Light can be in there. L can be in there. Kaneki slash Heist. And then homeboy that died early. Too early. That's it. I agree. Others can fuck off. I feel like that could have been like a perfect, that perfect crossover perfect. show. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe some of the people that are under shoe, maybe some of those people can go. You know what I'm talking about? The girl. Well, yeah, I mean, if she's not there, then the rest of them are definitely irrelevant. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, those are the people that need to go for the show to thrive with Ellen Light in it. Mm-hmm. And it would have been so funny to like see like Kaneki become heist. And then he's like working with L, but then like he's remembering himself being Kaneki, and like Light is trying to like seduce him back over to the side of the ghouls. Mm-hmm. Or it what is, if he like geniusness? But what if he wants to be the only head leader of the ghouls, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't? He tries to keep him suppressed into heist because he's like, right. okay. At first, I was dictator with this dude. Like I was, you know, vice president. I was vice captain, whatever. Now I can be full president. I can be full captain without his ass. <laughs> and I can You're see right, the world. Light is devious like that. And then from behind his back, he pulls out the death note anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I am the president of the ghouls. Heist slash Kaneki is not here. I'm going to call of you. <laughs> Y'all are all but, then he, but then he would write Kaneki's name in there. No, there can be no death note because if he kills Kaneki, that ruins the whole thing. I can't. I can no. I can't have Tokyo Ghoul without Kaneki. <laughs> what if there was like some? That's un- what if there was like some some underlining that like he couldn't kill somebody that he had a relationship with or some shit? I don't know. I mean, we're ch- we're basically or- changing the whole goddamn show. We might as well put on our own rules. You're right. You're right. Or he just can't kill him because he's a hybrid. For whatever reason, it doesn't work because he's a hybrid. Yes, because then all the other hybrids wouldn't even be in the show because I just expelled exactly. them out. Exactly. So, uh, so we still only have only the owl ghouls. and Kaneki. Exactly. He can't even kill humans. No, I would still say that he could kill humans. Well, then he would have killed L by now because he knows who L is. He knows who they all are. No, he wouldn't because L would be on the side of the non-ghouls. He wouldn't. He doesn't. He still doesn't know what L's real name is. I'm 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 going based off of him not knowing L's real name. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm but going based off like Motto and everybody else. Well, then the fucking ghouls win. Shit, I guess I don't know. <laughs> but he he don't know them. <laughs> he doesn't know them because he's not on the side of the non ghouls. He knows. Yeah, but they, they all, the ghouls knew who um the agents were. And sure. like they knew to look out for them and stuff. Like they knew who they were. Well, Nia, I'm trying to help the ghouls out. Don't you want the ghouls to win? I basically just expelled them out with the death note, okay? As long as Kaneki's on their side, because you just said Kaneki's not on their side, because now L now light has taken over. But you you just wrote a rule that he's a hybrid and he can't kill him. Okay, you're right, you're right. All right, all right. right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, so my last one is Black Clover. And my hero. Now, the only thing that I could think of that made me want this crossover is to see how flustered Midoriya's ass gets every single time Asta just be going ham. 
that's really the that's really the only thing I thought of. Like if Austin was in now, first of all, having fucking swords come out of a book as your quirk would be crazy, number one. And they wouldn't even think that he was a devil or a demon or anything. They would just think that he's fucking scary because what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> he can cancel everybody else's quirk with his swords. Right. He could cancel every- like what? He would be, he, they wouldn't even want ba- Bakugo's ass. They would probably still want Bakugo's ass, but they're like, I want Bakugo and Asa at that point. But also yeah. to see Asa, like, like I said, see Midoriya get flustered with Asa because of all the screaming that he does when he's like, not yet, not yet, not yet. Like, and like that would, Midoriya would be scared. <laughs> would be honestly, I think if you put Asa into Midoriya's show, Asa's now the main character. <laughs> Literally. Midoriya is is the invisible girl. At that point. Just useless. There's no point of him even being in the show at that point. Asa's taking over. I think Bakugo would be hilarious in Black Clover. Oh my gosh. Seeing Bakugo as a part of the Black Bulls. Being a part of the Black Bulls and fighting the demons like at that point, that's Bakugo's show. Yes. That's Bakugo and Asa's show because they're both like, they both have crazy wild personalities, but like on two different sides of the spectrum at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like Bakugo would I never would be there. Bakugo would never freaking listen. And Yami would be like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. that's, like Yami wouldn't give a shit, honestly. He'd be like, oh, they're going yeah. to the bastard again, running off. And wouldn't even come to help him. He'd be like, all right, Finn, no. take me to the bathroom. <laughs> Bakugo over there fighting and shit. I feel like Asta and Bakugo's relationship would be like Bakugo and Kaminari's relationship. Oh, absolutely, yes. Like Asta's Kaminari, obviously, and he's always obviously, yeah, he's always like uppity and whatnot. Same with Asta, but Asta has way more of like a fiery attitude. We see more of Asta's fiery side than we see. Kirishima's. So they would butt heads a lot. They would be very angry with each other half the time, I feel like, because of like their personalities and how wild they can be. So I would like to see that. I love how we didn't even put Midoriya into freaking Black Clover. He'd be dead. No, no, he don't need to be in there. He'd be dead. <laughs> even though My Hero is his show, he would be dead. He'd be too scared. He'd be scared at first. But then... His powers would be helpful, though. No, yeah. I will. I don't think that Midoriya... Okay, Mid- Quirkless Midoriya? No, absolutely not. He would be like Asta, you know what I mean? At the beginning, where where Asta was, like, magicless, like, didn't have any mana. But 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 there's no grammar for them. Right. I don't see Yami actually choosing Midoriya to be in his squad. At all. Like, as a Quirkless person. But I could see Midoriya being in a different squad. What? How? I don't understand. If he has no quirk and he has no Grimoire, why would anybody other than the Black Bulls choose him? Because the Black Bulls <laughs> chose Asta. True. And Asta had nothing but the swords and didn't even know how to use them. <laughs> True. Midoriya would just, at that point, end up being like Grey was before Grey started transforming back into herself. Or yeah. Henry. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. where he just kind of watches like the house. Finral. But Finral actually like he's like an errand boy. But he's but he's still useful. Like he can go from place to place as opposed to Midoriya. Yami's gonna be on Midoriya's back and he's gonna run. <laughs> like Midoriya is literally the, the maid. He's the house watcher. Yeah. That is all like if he has no quirk, no grimoire, that is that. He's the maid. Also don't have to yeah. clean no more. He don't gotta feed the pets. He don't have to feed the oh my god, he don't gotta feed the pets. <laughs> I forgot about the pets. <laughs> oh my gosh. But Midoriya with quirks? Midoriya with quirks. I still don't think he would have been. With quirks, I don't think he would have been on the Black Bulls. No, yes. With with quirks, I see him, if not the Silver Eagles, Silver Eagles, the Golden Dawn. Yeah. Ha- yeah. Mm, wait, who's first? Silver Eagles or the Prince and Lions? Who's first? What do you mean first? Silver Eagles, Crimson Lions. Who's it's Golden Dawn is is number one. Who's number two? Mm-hmm. I think it's the Silver Eagles. Is it Silver Eagles? Okay, then yeah. I can see him in the in in Crimson Lion or higher. Yeah. When he actually, I think it would be funny if he was in the Mantis um, group. He would have already been sliced up on the first day. He wouldn't have, he would have yeah, never think, chose I him. I think it would be funny if he were in there. He would have never chose him. There's no way. <laughs> no, he would not have chosen him. <laughs> How did he choose Baha? I honestly don't know because he'd be, he'd be like, I'll cut you up if you don't fucking do this. And I'm just like, why'd you choose him? He doesn't him? want him back. <laughs> he don't want him back. He don't want him back. Nope. I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Buhaha shouldn't even be a, a freaking magic knight with his cowardice yeah. self. You got Asa in the Black Bulls, but he's the Mantis. How? How? <laughs> make it make sense, please. <laughs> All right, you're very okay. So my last one tier um, that I have is my hero and assassination classroom. Please, please elaborate, ma'am. I would love. Okay, now ignore all the kids in a, in a, in a assassination classroom. Ignore all of them. And pretend that Koro-sensei is Aizawa, right? Over oh, yeah. Like, he is the teacher for class 1A, and class 1A is tasked with killing Koro-sensei. That's what I would like to see. And they still have a year to do it? Mm-hmm. And they still struggle just as much as the other kids because Koro Sensei is a badass, but they actually have quirks. Like imagine Bakugo and all of them trying to kill Koro Sensei. They would have an easier time getting to him because it took it was it was really hard for the children of of assassination classroom to even like get close to him enough to do anything. Um or to do any damage even when they did were were able to touch him. Mm-hmm. But I think Class 1A wouldn't have as much of a problem. Would they be able to kill him? No. I don't exactly. Like, I don't think they'd have as much of a problem, but I still don't think they'd be able to kill him. But and, I, and because of that, I think it'd be more entertaining to watch them try. Right. I was like, they have quirks, like as opposed to like normal kids using freaking anti-core sensei bullets. Like they actually <laughs> have their own powers. They don't have to really set mm-hmm. up anything. Like the other children did, they had to set up traps and whatnot, as opposed to right. like they can just kind of huddle within each other and talk about it. 
and mm-hmm. then go attack him. You know, they don't have to be as strate- they don't have to be as strategic. They still have to be strategic, but they don't have to be as strategic as them. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's more of a fun lesson to learn as opposed to like an assassin's right. classroom. I enjoyed like seeing them grow as assassins, but like it was still kind of boring because exactly normal children normal kids whereas like i would like to see class 1a with that same lesson like they're growing as assassins they're growing as hero whatever mm-hmm. but they're tasked with koro sensei especially like you know they have like the same type of attitude like minus bakugo where like they're all like really, really supportive of yeah. each other and they're like oh try your best and no blah 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 whereas like i could see them training with like professor bitch and, you know, mm. actually trying to get to the point where they can kill Koro Sensei. And then also, like, struggling, like, when they figure out what's really going on with Koro Sensei. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it would be kind of like with All Might. Like, when they found out what was going on with All Might and they all got, like, super depressed. <laughs> and, like, we're trying to, like, help him or whatever. Yeah. I think it would be really interesting to see that dynamic with their quirks and with their, like, personality with his. And on top of that, they're also fighting the League of Villains. <laughs> yeah. After all of that, after trying to kill the teacher because the teacher is going to blow up the Earth, they're going to mm-hmm. have to also, on top of that, kill the League of Villains because the Le- League of Villains are trying to have villains run all around the Earth and all around the Right, or maybe the League of Villains are also trying to kill Koro Sensei, just like in assassination classroom where you had other people still trying to kill Koro Sensei mm. besides just this class. It's kind and of like, like that's bringing, like the it's kind of bringing the whole concept of Brungo stray dogs into it as well because mm-hmm. League of Villains are still not going to like the children because they're like alright we're only banding together just to get rid of this dude and then after that we're coming for your necks um, even though like Port Mafia doesn't really come for their necks unless they absolutely have to leave villains just decides to come for the children's necks um but yeah it's like we're only banding together banding together though because if you remember an assassination classroom like they remember they kidnapped the kids to try Mm -hmm. to kill koro sensei like they still like the people the other people who were trying to kill koro sensei they never teamed up they were always like in opposition with them because they wanted to be the ones. Well, to that's kill why Koro I said Sensei. you're bringing in the whole aspect of Bungo Stray Dogs into it. No, because in Bungo Stray Dogs they team up, and I'm not saying they would team up. Oh, well, I'm saying I'm saying they would not team up. They, I'm saying that it would be good. Not like I wouldn't say that the League of Villains would actually team up with the children, but if they see the children fighting. If they're both, like, if they see the children fighting Korra Sensei, they're not going to technically help them, but they're going to be like, oh, this is a perfect time. He's being weakened. Let's take the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, they definitely. Yeah. That's why I said you're kind of bringing the aspect of Bungo Straw Dogs, not fully, where they're like, oh, buddy, buddy, until it's not time. So they would have the <laughs> same goal. It's the same goal as Bungo Straw Dogs. Mm-hmm. They yeah. Want to get rid of this one person. And then they're going to go back to killing each other. Yeah. Or getting so I think that would be interesting. Yeah. I think that'd be interesting. I was also because the actual kids in the assassination classroom are so like, they don't leave a mark on you. Yeah. I can take a class size of assassination classroom of Midoriya's before I would want to take a class size version of Nagisa's. Exactly. 
<laughs> like, I would rather Midoriya's baby ass. <laughs> I mean, simple as that. Yeah. Any other crossovers? That's all I had on my list. How about you? Nope, I'm good over here. I mean, if you got some more out there, you can always give us some more. Duh. You know where to find us. We can always do a part two. I was going to say, we didn't talk about all the freaking animes that we've ever seen. So, I mean. Yeah. Notice I didn't do a Naruto crossover. Nope, didn't do a Naruto one. Uh, Or an AOT one. Or AOT. It was on my list, but there's nothing that I could see. It's already too chaotic for AOT. I don't (laughs) any more chaos. So, hey, hit us up. You know where to find us. Give us some more crossovers. They don't got to make any sense. And we'll analyze them for you. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed our discussion on anime crossovers, and we hope you come back next Wednesday. Next episode, we'll have a discussion on controversial characters. Don't forget to connect with us at bakahanasu at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Whole Lotta Info in the show notes below, and don't forget to subscribe. Bye. <laughs>